Thank you for tuning in to the Voice in the Wilderness podcast. I am your host, Carl Lee. Price vibes only. Let's get into this episode. What's up, you guys? So, right, if I was to say the world is crazy, you would probably agree, right? If I was like, yo, this world is crazy, you would probably agree. There are some things that we can look at from like a Christian perspective and say, hey, yo, they're seriously trying to do this. They have lost their minds. And not only are they trying, they're trying hard and they're putting money behind it and they have lost their minds. One of those things for me, which I want to touch on, is transhumanism. Now, I'm going to read the definition of transhumanism so we are on the same page. Transhumanism is a philosophical and intellectual movement which advocates for the enhancement of the human condition by developing and making widely available sophisticated technology that can greatly enhance longevity and cognition. Longevity and cognition. Now, does that even sound bad? Those words, that phrasing, using this like loop phrasing, that dialogue is to make the reader or the listener lose interest in what's being said. Because what's being said when you say cognitive and and longevity and you apply those to the human body, you're talking about the mind, like cognitive thinking, right? And longevity, which would be our bodies, right? Our lifespan, how strong we could be. These are ideas of the transhumanism agenda. If you want, I don't know if I want to swing agenda on the back of it, it might give me flag, but transhumanism is really the idea of enhancing humans with technology, using technology to maybe even allow us to live forever. Now, I want to read some quotes from people who are involved in transhumanism, but also before I do that, I want to read some book titles so that we can like look at how invested people are into this. I don't want us to look at this subject and take it too casually because it's not being commercialized or being something that we are being made known to take seriously because people are taking it serious. First book I would like to bring up is To Be a Machine, Mark O'Connell. This title right here tripped me out because it's so disrespectful. Transhumanism and the Image of God. This is... Jacob Shetzar. Transhumanism and the image of God. That is a biblical reference because the Bible says that we are made in the image of God. Let's continue. Beyond Human, from animality to transhumanism. Here's the title of another book. The Post-Human. Here's another book, uh, The Transhuman Code. And you know, they go, they go keep it multicultural. So they have Black Transhumanism, Liberation and Theology, right? Because this, this is going to be some good stuff. This is, there's another book, Humans 2.0. Another book, Project Human, Eve 14 Collection. Now, what does that even mean? This is, this is stuff that people are seriously reading. Transhumanism, Engineering Human Condition, The Fifth Science. Now, I didn't tell you the name of those books, for you to go read them, right? I didn't tell you nothing about trying to get involved in this stuff. I am going to lay out my case to why the Bible talks about this very technology. Okay, right? So like like I, I said the name of the books so that we could know people are serious about it. But what is the concept? What do people really look for when they look at this? And there are a lot of videos online, I guess on YouTube, if you was to look it up, but I don't know about using um, sound clips that 
I don't have the rights to, and I don't want this to get shut down. So I'm going to say, quote, like verbatim and, and maybe like a few sums, but it's going to be from research. So this is an article from The Week. Um, the title is, Will Humans Someday Live Forever? And then this is where it starts. Silicon Valley starts up tech billionaire and research scientists all hope to crack the secret to longer lifespan. Hold on. Silicon Valley startups, tech billionaires, and research scientists all hope to crack the secret to longer lifespan. Tech billionaires. Let's be honest. They are selling us the idea right now that these tech billionaires are somehow so ahead of everything that anything that they say is golden. If you want to be a billionaire, check these young techies, you know, follow the, the, the technology, wave of technology, this new, any, anything new in techie, they commercialize it. And we, for the most part, don't even vote on some of this stuff. I feel like a lot of the things that they will just implement aren't even being voted about. It's like, get with it or get lost. Fall behind, but you're going to be out. And, and no one really looks at this stuff. So I'm going to continue to read more of the article. It says, the human race has long dreamt of overcoming its biological limits and living longer. What if we could cheat the inexorable approach of aging and physical decline and escape our own mortality? Now, these are some of the what we call smartest brains in our country in the world even and the idea of somehow being able to live forever somehow escape our human bodies is something that they are really trying to do the quest to live forever or to live for great expanses of time has always been part of the human spirit who said that who said that so let me continue reading more of this um yeah it says biomedical technology this is the beginning of it. Along with medical advances, scientists have continually looked at aging as if it were a disease that needed to be cured. Aging as a disease that needed to be cured. Now, that almost doesn't sound so bad. Like, if they were talking about stunting aging, right? Like, no, we're doing something where you, where you within your body, won't age. Selfishly, it has that, you know... What we would like to make it, which would be like, really, I can keep my grandmother alive longer. Like just we have those things where they would sell us the idea of it being some kind of beautiful thing of just enhancing life and just living longer. But what does the what does the Bible even say about how much time we have on this earth? This is what the Bible talks about. When it when they talk about lifespan, this is Genesis 6, 3. Then the Lord said, my spirit shall not abide in man forever, for he is flesh. His days shall be 120 years. So right there, we see God giving us a cap. Now, 120 years is a very long time. You see people 100 and 102 there. Tops I think I've ever seen was like 109. So like 120 must definitely be like some healthy living you know, and whatever, it a gift from God, just a complete gift from God, right? But we see that he does not intend within his creation of us to live forever. So the question is, why am I even talking about this? If God didn't intend on us to live forever, why am I talking about this? Because the fact of the matter is, there are a lot of things that we do that God did not intend on us doing. He didn't intend on us doing. Did he know we would? Yes. Was that his plan that we would? No. Was he was he looking for people to decide I want to take ten sin upon myself? No, right? That's not. So when you look at immortality and the attempt of it, is it ever reached? Is immortality, is transhumanism ever successful? There's 
a verse in the Bible that I will read to you. And it's really a sign to say how far away the world is really wanting to step away from God, you know, but they are aware. One of the books that I named was like transhumanism and the image of God. Why not leave that part out? That's what would make the whole title a little bit more intentionally blasphemous, right? The image of God. You don't believe in God, but you refer to us as the image of God anyway. But let me read this verse to you. And this is the book of Revelations, right? So don't get scared, but we about to read it because it's in there. And it says, this is Revelations chapter six, no, chapter nine, verse six, sorry. During those days, people will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will elude them. Let's get to that. KJV, here it is. And in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it and shall desire to die and death shall flee from them. For some reason, at this point in history, dying is not something they are able to do. How much of this are we supposed to keep making metaphorical? How much of this are we going to let people tell us is not literal? That's no, that's not literally, literally what that means. The Bible doesn't literally mean that, but we see them literally trying to make a situation to where this scripture is possible. We talk about who these people are, and these are the greatest minds of our generation, right? These accolades come out. And, you know, all people are impressed with is, do you know where he graduated from? Do you know where this comes from? And then they have the package where it's like transhumanism is, is going to grow your life, fix your life, live longer. But where does that branch into immortality and the movement of consciousness? The Bible says life is in the blood. Listen to this verse. This is King James Version. This is Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your soul. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for your soul. It's blood that makes your soul something that could be forgiven, something that could be blessed. Like it, it, It's what makes your soul God's, right? Because he can still atone it because it's it, your soul is still capable of being God's. What is the definition of atonement, right? Guess what? Reparation, okay? The reparation for your soul is blood. What happens if you don't have blood? How can, how can God trade? How can God swap you if what is used is blood and you don't have any? And this being the goal that these people have is to somehow transcend out of needing what God used to create us, only keeping their mind, right? The idea that you can put your mind and your thoughts and memories into something else. Listen to this. This is a concept. But we got to understand these people are taking these ideas very seriously. So I'm not saying like they're doing it right now. We don't know if they're doing it right now, but I'm going to read what their studies are saying, because sometimes we just have no idea that people are serious and they really are. So this is called mind uploading, also known as whole brain emulation, W-B-E. OK, so before I continue, I want to read the, de the definition of emulation so we could stay on the same page. Emulation, effort to match or surpass a person or achievement physically by emulation. No, sorry, imitation. Imitation, to copy. I'm gonna imitate you. Jamie Foxx does voices, he imitates voices, right? So we're talking about ultimately 
copying, copying, mind uploading, whole brain emulation. So let me continue with what exactly that is. WBE is the theoretical futuristic process of scanning a physical structure or the brain actually enough to create an emulation of the mental state, including including long-term memory and, quote, self. The transferring or copying of it to a computer in a digital form. The computer would then run a simulation of the brain's information processing such that it would respond in essentially the same way as the original brain and experience having a sentiment conscious mind. Now, if you ask me, that's that's dumb, right? So what happens is before I pass away, I upload my mind to this robot and then it learns how to respond the way I would. So much so that it asks questions. Am I really a robot now? Is this real? So you're telling me I died and I came back? This is what they're saying. This upload of your mind is going to, it's going to be that accurate. That the memories you had will be there. The thoughts you would have would be there. Now, that's not the same thing as you and living forever, right? But when you look at exactly what transhumanism is, it's, it's pretty much to hold your body together in a way that you live forever. Here's another article for us to look into what these people are really thinking. This is this article is from a website, Ranker, right? And so this is what it says. Transhumans seek to further human evolution. Okay, so let's read it. Transhuman means a lot of things to a lot of different people, but basically it is an intellectual crusade to evolve humanity into the advanced version of ourselves by adapting our mind and bodies to sophisticated technologies. We're talking about this because this is people's goals and this is the type of stuff that people know is in the Bible and have their concerns about and no one wants to talk about it. No one wants to talk about how this kind of stuff exists and we keep making it like some kind of legendary pretend when people are trying, when people really do want to live forever. I saw a video clip where this man started, it was a TED Talk, right? This TED Talk on transhumanism, it's still up there. While it's up there, you could YouTube it. But he started talking about the enhancement of the human body so much that it would literally take away, like, sports. It would take away, it would take away the enjoyment of the human body at all, right? It talked about, he talked about being strong, running fast, like all of these things that sound good, but you would almost have to keep in mind you're a robot now. What is strength when your strength is a program? That means you're now in the loop of continually needing to upgrade. The idea that your body could be hacked, right, is, is nothing they will ever talk about because right now and it's like, let's sell this good point. Let's sell this idea of immortality, um, eternal strength, being able to upgrade your body if you wanted to. It sounds cool and, you know, almost fairy tale, superhero, you know, idealish, but it's, it's not God's will. But we find in Revelations, for some reason, people get to a point where they long to die and death has nothing to do with them, right? And it, it didn't say like all oh, people, it said people, like there, there were people who longed to die, right? And they could not. On the same note, the people that are coming up with this stuff that desire these technologies that want to even impose this to a point where they might be able to look at you and say, you can't keep up with 
a robotic mind. Your your old school human. We're not hiring you at this point. Do you even need a job? Like, what would your brain be if you're a robot? Like, there's a point to where you cancel yourself off. Now, that's beside the point because it's the quote unquote greatest minds that are thinking of this stuff. Some of the richest people, tech billionaires, know they don't have a regular person in mind when they think about this stuff. They're thinking selfishly and they're thinking about how the technology can exist and how smart they are and how much wisdom and how much power they have with their money, that they're just that smart. But what does the Bible talk about? They're the world's smart. Let's read it because it talks about it. This is Romans 1, and 32. But watch this. Watch how this plays out. This is a trip. Now, we already talked about being made in the image of God, right? But watch this. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. All right. And then it says, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into the image made like like corruptible man and to birds and four footed beast and creeping things. The craziest, the crazy thing about transhumanism is it's not just technology. They're all it also talks about transfer transforming into a mixture of animals, splicing DNA. All of this is connected to transhuman culture, quote unquote culture. And it's it's what people are desiring out there in the world. I'm not saying we're just walking across people and they're like, yeah, I want to be a transhuman. But a lot of times when you talk to people, they're like, yeah, no, I would definitely do that. That wouldn't that be cool if I could like see like a bat? Oh, if if we could live long like turtles, or if we could not get cold like certain kind of animals. And to change what the incorruptible image we were made in to something corruptible, to corrupt our own blood, to even really consider doing something so absurd, we really have to be aware that this world is that lost. That's how lost this world is. What am I talking about with this episode? I'm trying to tell you guys, I'm trying to, this is a bonus episode, right? I did it because I feel like there's so much stuff that is going to always be relevant and we'll always be able to find a subject and the Bible will always be able to bring us to an answer about this crazy stuff. And, you know, we look out there into the world and nothing's a big deal. Everything is just a good feeling. Everything is a good vibe. And it's foolishness. And because these people are rich and because they proclaim to be smart, we act like we don't have an opinion. Because they say that's a that's a conspiracy or because they say it's not real. This is a study I did. A, I just did a little research, a little quick stuff on things that billionaire millionaires are really looking at trying to make happen. And we look and we look in Revelations and it says people will long to die. Does that does that indicate somewhere they were successful? Does that, does that indicate somewhere the consciousness was tied to something else that was not able to die? Now, ultimately, you know, God is going to handle all of that. Right. Because the book of Revelations is a very deep book. And I just wanted to touch on one little part. Right. So uh, I really hope that was informative, something to think about. Um, I know it was a little fringe. I don't normally talk about stuff like that, but I don't want to shy away from things like that either, because it's something that's out there and it's happening. And, you know, the closer we get to the end of all of this, we have to start talking about what's actually happening. So that was just like a, a, a something I really just wanted to always talk about. I, I was always kind of like biblically fascinated with the blatant disrespect the world has for God and 
you know, just wanted to blast it a little bit, right? That is not our team. We are not looking to be involved in that stuff. I just wanted to put it out there, let let the words be known, let it be brought to somebody's attention. Because when you start watching these movies and you know information like this, you wonder, why would they put this scene in there? Keanu Reeves has a movie on Netflix where he uploads his family's brain into these bodies. And when they get up, when the bodies come back, they are there, they're there, his family. Like, that's his wife. Her mind, her mind knows that that's her. She actually even remembers being killed. Like, she, she has a vague memory of, like, before they died, right? So, like, it was a perfect copy, and the copies didn't want to be killed. Like, it was, it was the craziest movie, but when you talk about, like, conspiracies, why, why they made that movie, pretty much to get us to understand how literal a brain upload, a mind upload could be, right? This is this is really how accurate we want it to be. Like, did you did you empathize with the father, the wife, the family? Did you see that? Did you feel that? That's where we're headed. Netflix is really going in about some of this new age stuff. So I'm probably doing another episode, but this was a bonus episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You know, um, I'm gonna get back to the, you know, the scriptures I normally talk about, the verses I talk about, but I just really thought that this was informative. It was still biblical. And I'm going to keep it a grand with y'all. And since this was a fringe episode, I'm going to uh, end it differently. I'm not going to end it with, boom, 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 boom. I'm going to end it with, yeah, boy. No, that's not going to be it. I'm going to end it with, you know, so keep your head up. For, no. Um, look, I'm about to get out of here. Um, thank you for listening this much. I'm sorry to drag out this ending like that. I hope, like I said, I hope it was a good episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And, um. I hope you learned a little bit, gave you something to look at. If you want to look up some of those YouTubes, I don't have any links in my bio, but the TED Talk um, was really a, a, a really trippy one. And uh, yeah, be blessed. Keep your head up. Bonus episode, we out. You know what? I'm sorry. Okay, I got to do it. Boom, 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 boom.